This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm feeling great about New York. Oh, yes? Yeah. I had a wonderful New York night last night. Oh, boy, what'd you do? And I know you have th- some things to talk about that uh-huh. you're interested to talk about. So I got to- Tom, I went to a uh, bar on the Lower <laughs> East Side of Manhattan. Okay. On a Wednesday night. Yeah. But, okay. Tom, I- like a like a sailor on uh, Fleet Week. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I was just as uh, amped. Yeah, and you were wearing a sailor suit. <laughs> I'm always wearing a sailor suit. More, less like a sailor, more like in the style of Donald Duck. Right, no pants. Yeah. Um, I was out. Tom, how do you feel about celebrity encounters? Are you, you you're like agnostic, right? You don't care. <laughs> what do you mean? If you see a celeb out uh-huh. on the town, you're not like, oh, look. Uh, I like to notice it. Like uh, uh, the other day, not the other day, like a few weeks ago, uh, uh, me and uh, Laura were driving somewhere. No, I think it was like around Christmas. I think we were driving uh, to Pennsylvania and we were driving not too far from here and we were like stopped at a light and we like both like made eye contact with this woman who was like had a stroller and was like going into her home and she was like staring at us. We're staring at her and then me and Laura were both like. It was Julia Stiles, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> and it was Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles has been MIA, I think, right? Uh, Not I, not I, by me. I, I know, know, yeah. I know where she lives now. All too. right. Well, uh, share the address. <laughs> uh, um, so, like, I like, like, I, I'm not one to bother celebrities. No, no, no. I used to be one to bother celebrities. Yeah. If it's somebody, I mean, I can't remember the last time this happened. But like, if it's somebody that maybe I'm like a huge fan of, and it's an appropriate time to go up to them, maybe. But like, somebody like Julia Stiles, who I, you know, I think she's great. She, but I'm not like, uh, like, oh, I've I've seen every movie you've been in. Right. I mean, I jumped out of the car, but <laughs> you probably have seen most of them, right? She's been in what four movies. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Tim, I'll, I'll. Take you to her house, knock on the door right now, and, and have her tell you everything she's Julia in. Stiles, of yeah. course. But I'm just saying, like, I won't bother somebody just because they're a celebrity. Yeah. No, same. I mean, same now in my life. But, like, one time I was at a bar in college, and, like, I wound up telling Moby that I was his biggest fan. <laughs> it's like, I'm not Moby's biggest fan. I don't even know. I, don't, I yeah. just know that one song from the car commercial. Yeah. Was he on a, a date with Natalie Portman at the time? <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole yeah. uh, missed connections. Thing. Or like, he claims they dated. He claimed they dated, and she was like, I know. Natalie Portman happen. needs to just stop talking to men. Because <laughs> like, a bunch of freaks really. Uh, yeah. Right? Didn't that uh, Jonathan Safran Foer leave his oh, wife for yeah, her? And yeah. she's like, oh, no, no. Yeah, because they were, they were emailing back and forth, yeah. and like he thought, he was like, yep, she's in love with me, yeah. just like I'm in love with her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I had a cool celebrity encounter because okay. i was in a bar uh-huh picture this it's right. like uh 10 o'clock mm-hmm. but it's a wednesday night wow it's raining out mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm having a drink i'm wrapping up yeah and i hear a voice and i recognize the voice i, was like, oh, I recognize uh-huh. this voice i was like i know who that is mm-hmm. i turn around and look 
Sure enough. Michael Stipe. Isn't that, oh, wow. coo- isn't that the coolest? Yeah. Because like, like, yeah, I mean, was he I singing? like R.E.M. Is that why you recognize his he voice? He was talking about bands. like the, the <laughs> like, But like, in my, I was very proud of my younger bands days. Bands in the place where <laughs> I work. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But uh, in my younger days, I would have like. Oh, like, yeah. I would have overstated what a, an R.E.M. I like R.E.M., yeah. but whatever. And also like. I was thinking know. about R.E.M. recently because I was listening there one, I think maybe I've even talked about it on this podcast. It's like one of those bands that they're like firmly a Gen X band. Right. We we were like a little too young to get like real into them. Like when we got into them, like that's when they're like hardcore fans were like, yeah, they went they, pop. Yeah, like, they, they signed with yeah. a major label. Yeah. They're not the same. I like the jangly sounds of Reckoner or whatever. Yeah. Like, but ain't, but like. Whenever their songs come on, and like I'm, I'm, I don't know their catalog very well, but I, I think I know all their singles. Whenever they come on, I'm like, yeah, I gotta listen to more REM. Mm-hmm. Well, you should. Ah, well, if I was there with you last night, I could, have, I could have gone right to the source. Hey, tell me, who, what, what should I listen to? Just be like, hey, can you tell me the names of your albums? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna listen to more of them. And I'm not familiar with your yeah. catalog. And Here. I'd be respectful. I'd be like, look, I'm writing them down yeah. in my phone. Yeah, you take out your notes. Out. I'm going, look, and I'm saving them in my streaming not, app right you're now. Gonna, you're just going to be, you know, like pretending. To... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll uh, remember these green. How hard is it yeah. to remember the word green? Yeah, he looks over at my phone and he's, and he's like, that's Angry Birds. <laughs> you're still playing Angry <laughs> Birds. Why, why are you even still playing that? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stopped playing that ten years ago. I'm uh, addicted. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that made that made me feel cool. As like, well, I was gonna say you must have been in a cool bar if Michael right? Stipe was there. Like, yeah, one of six people in a bar that you're in is yeah. Michael Stipe. Yeah, <laughs> including you. Like, come on, yeah. cool by association. Because yeah. also you figure like Michael Stipe's gonna go get a drink somewhere. Mm-hmm. I figure he'll be at a bar that like I don't have access to. Like, like something like, I don't know, like a, a different uh, dimension or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, thought I mean, you... like he doesn't go to restaurants and bars and like that that are accessible by hu- normal yeah. humans. Uh, I mean, I imagine is it a bar that's like been there for a long time? Yeah, I think so. I don't know anything about this bar. Okay, I was gonna. I say, was there, but, and now it's. No. And now I'm gonna hang out there. I don't know, time. but he's probably just a normal guy. Maybe he was out with a friend or something, and he was like, "Yeah, let's let's pop in here." Yeah, no, he was on a job interview. He was it was weird. A, oh, yeah, man. it was like he was there with a Starbucks manager, which like. Oh, well, that's weird that they were doing that at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, let alone. Star, yeah, uh, I guess you know one one of these rock stars that blew all of his money, hmm. blew all that uh, finding my religion cash. Finding my religion. He lost it. Losing my religion. <laughs> oh, you are really not familiar with their catalog. I know. That's ah, why. Thank I... God you were not there with me last night. <laughs> Let me tell you the song Finding My Religion <laughs> changed my life. I, Mr. Stripe, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> How are you doing this week, Tom? Uh, I'm good. Tim, we're talking about scams this week. I we're... think it was Michael Stipe. I'm like, <laughs> well, I, I was three beers if deep. If you recognize the voice, that's first, why I think. Yeah, and then saw him. Then and then he knew I saw him. Yeah, and then I was literally leaving, and I wasn't going to bother him. Right, but he saw me like clock him. Yeah, and then I uh, I went to the bathroom and I came out, and when 
I came out, he was wearing like colored sunglasses, <laughs> which I think he was like trying to like go incognito, but it's yeah. also like, <laughs> it's like, uh, no, I recognize you as the guy from before, <laughs> just now wearing sunglasses. Also, like, you know, like color tinted sunglasses yeah, that only rock stars yeah. from the 90s wear. Right. So it's like, oh, it's either Michael Stipe or Bono. Right. Or you would think like, all right, either that's Michael Stipe or that's like some uh, hedge fund manager who's like <laughs> having a, a, I don't know, three quarter life crisis right now. But he has a very recognizable speaking voice, right? And oh, the fact yeah, that yeah. I and singing I, voice, I heard that and was like, mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, but, let me know, ask you this: 90%. when you saw him, was he very thin? He was very thin. Oh, did he have a bald head? He had a bald head. Yeah, He's a white like, guy, too. Sounds like Michael Stipe to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like, if he was thin, bald, was if he... was a black guy, I'd be like, probably not Michael yeah, Stipe. Yeah, probably not Michael him. Stipe's a white guy, I think. Was he uh, dancing like Michael Stipe does? Like, he would do all those, like, hand things? Yeah, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it was him. Yeah. Tim, the... we're talking about scams this week. New York City scams, in particular. Mm-hmm. Their own breed of scam. I feel like uh, people have asked us, I mean, probably somebody suggested this to us, and I, uh, it's gone through... Michael Stipe asked us to do this. <laughs> it's gone through, uh, you know, like five different note transitions. Yeah. So I'm sorry if you suggested this, and I'm not giving hey, you credit. Hey, write us, everything at gmail.com. But I feel... But provide proof that you yeah. suggested this episode topic. And it needs to be notarized. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tim... Can I tell you about this dream I had last night first? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'll if tell it, you later. I'll tell you after the, uh, uh, you know what? After the plugs. I'll keep okay, people in the Yeah, I'm way. sure you'll remember. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> Scams. Scams. So uh, uh, New York City has its own particular breed of scam. Mm-hmm. And I feel like and a lot all of- It starts out like, hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. You got a light? Um, a lot of people- uh, people always email us asking us to either uh, give them like, "Hey, I'm coming," like, uh, do a do a, a thing about New York and where people should go. And I feel like we've said multiple times, it's like uh, we're old men now. We don't know yeah. where to go. I, mean, we I know where Michael Stipe hangs out, but I forget the name of that bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never not, be able to find that was it again. Only last yeah. night. Um, but we and then you know some people will like email us and be like hey can you give me like a list of i'm coming to new york can you give me a list of things to do it's like look there's a lot of resources out there but we can provide a a resource here by warning people about uh new york city scams yeah but the scam i wanted to talk about first off is not a new york specific scam and like you know the this might make me sound like, you know, the old lady at the nursing home who who claims the nurses are stealing from her. Right. But let me Which, ask. like, I'm sure they steal of course, so much. It's got to be so easy. Why else would you work at a nursing home? <laughs> but let me ask you this, Tim. You know those, like, uh, selecticized uh, uh, paper towels? Yeah, uh-huh. Are they making those bigger? Are they slowly getting those back up to regular size paper towels? So you go through them faster? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Tom, can, mm-hmm. I, can I confide in you? Yeah. We're not a paper towel oh, household. Oh, I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to be like, we we compost our own shit, and we use that as paper towels. Tom, 
Can I tell you something? What? I wish we were <laughs> a paper towel. You're just not allowed. <laughs> not, not allowed. Actually, since we had, you have since a we had the baby, stash of paper I, I did. I did under <laughs> like in the back of the sink because like sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I get it with a kid that it's like, yeah, you're you would be going through five rolls a day. Oh no, no, with a kid now. Oh, we, you're we back ha- to paper yeah. towels. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, suddenly. Oh, uh, all of a sudden it's all right. It's all right. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, we were like, yeah, let's do cloth diapers. And we realized how much of it would be like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so going through a million of these non-biodegradable earth-killing things a day isn't isn't the worst thing. Yeah, the they're worst yeah. things. There's uh, genocide. They, Tom, mm-hmm. you know, on diapers, uh, <laughs> even the disposable diapers. Yeah. Uh, they're like, here's how you, uh, you know, when the baby t- poops in the diaper, mm-hmm. then bring it to the toilet and dump the poop into what? the toilet. Who says that? <laughs> it says it like on the package. <laughs> That's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Anybody done that even once? <laughs> I mean, in most baby poop is not, you know, like solid. It's not like little turds in yeah, there, right? I don't right? know. I don't know what's going you on. Know, I don't it, know. It, it gets smushed and whatnot. It's... I feel like they had to... The, Make a deal with the plumbers union or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But uh, I mean, in fact, hey, anytime anybody poops, I don't care if, you, if <laughs> we if get a cut, a week old or ninety nine years old. Yeah, it's going through the pipes. God damn it! Yeah, hey, we don't want anybody crossing the picket line here. <laughs> um, I will admit, though, I I feel very. I guess it's like probably a mixture of like guilt because it's, you know, bad for the environment and then like cheapness. Paper towels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That like I don't I hate I hate when I accidentally buy full size paper towels. And also you very rarely need. Exactly. Most of the time I buy the, you know, the selective size and then I even rip those in half. Well, that's insane. (laughs) Because sometimes it's like most of the time I need a paper towel. It's I've dribbled something. (laughs) <laughs> on your chin? <laughs> no, like on the floor. You know, I was like pouring water and some water, uh, a few yeah. drops spilled on the floor. Tom, just use your sock. It, uh, I use my sock most of the time, but if it's like a little more than a sock's worth, yeah. but not enough to uh, need like a whole selective sheet. But anyway, I think that's, keep an eye on it, everybody, because look, how are we ever going to know? Does somebody is somebody mm. keeping a stash of the old ones, and they'll be able to you know, tell us? That's very, uh, it's counterintuitive, but it makes sense, right? Because you're just like, you know, you hear about the grocery store shrink ray, right, where they make the product yeah. smaller, mm-hmm. but keep the price the same. Yeah. But this, and then now I'm thinking like, well, they're making the product bigger. What's the? But you go no, through the it faster. The same size, yeah. But you're going through it faster. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, keep an eye out, everybody. <laughs> I, when I buy it, I just that's, buy one big sounds, roll. Not... Uh, the nurses are stealing from me. <laughs> Scam of the week. Makes sense. I mean, uh, I mean, they introduced it to begin with, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you think they regret it every single day of their life? Like, the brawny man is like, why did I ever <laughs> think this <laughs> idea we're, up? We're selling half the paper towels we used to. Uh, I think this was the plan all along. What to, to to like look? We'll do this. It'll but look then we'll good. Slowly, we'll, yeah. yeah. Brawny man. And at the same time, we'll make the regular size paper towels even bigger too. Oh, wow. So if somebody compares it, it's still half. It's still the size. half the size. And we're making people who buy the big ones go through it faster. 
Yeah. It's a perfect crime. Diabolical. Tim, let's talk about some uh, New York City scams, though. All right. Have you ever been the victim of a New York City scam? I don't think so. I probably have. I'm probably currently. Yeah, I mean, I was I was the victim of a scam like a week ago or a couple weeks ago. What was it? Some kid wanted money for some college scholarship or something. Well, if he has a college scholarship, Tim, why is uh, do you want you to give him a scholarship? (laughs) He needed money for some programming thing or something. Uh He's asking for like seventy five dollars, and then he had a man (laughs) with him. Okay, yeah, like a heavy, like a a guy. (laughs) He's like. Cracking his knuckles behind him. No, he's just like, oh yeah, he's part of this program for like young coders uh, mm-hmm. from you know uh, economically distressed, d- d- whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not, I'm not gonna give you seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah. I was like literally walking down the street. I was walking home yeah. from daycare. Um, I'm not in daycare by some. <laughs> you didn't have to clarify that, but um, but then I wound up giving him like I think fifteen dollars. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's more than I'd ever give to anybody who approaches me on the street. And mostly it was because like, I was like, I don't think this is legit. That, but also, it's more than I've ever given a homeless person that would like, that would make their day and like help yeah. them. And the thing was like, you know, there's still a kid there. Yeah. And like, if, if this is all a sham, yeah, that kid is probably still like not in a good place, right? Like, yeah. If this is a bad situation yeah, where, like, yeah. the, you know, that guy's going to get mad if this kid's not closing deals. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, that kid's not getting any of that money. No, but, like, if, it's, if, it, if it saves him from being, uh, you know, in the doghouse. Yeah, but maybe guy. now he's like, oh, you're, you're good at this kid. All uh, right. Yeah. We're going to uh, bump you up to the next yeah. level of scam. Well, I just like to think that that gets coding right now. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably. He's uh, he's going to be working on that next social media algorithm uh-huh. that uh, enchants the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's. I feel like that's a very common one. Just, just the general, like, uh, instead of panhandling, saying... I, I, you know, I lost my wallet. I, I, I need I a need bus the, to go home. I need specificity this. of yes. like, I just need $14 to get the Greyhound or whatever. Yeah. Like I have this much. This is all I need. Right. It's really. Uh, and it is, you know, yeah, it's, it's tough because you think about like, man, if, if I were in that situation, if I got mugged and my wallet and phone got stolen and, you see these people? Well, They'll buy a phone case that's like, it's also your wallet. What are you, nuts? Uh, I have one of those. What, really? <laughs> well, I have like the detachable one. So it's just one thing? It's like if I lose this one thing, I'm completely fucked? No, I det- I would take the wallet off before so, they stole my phone. Oh, okay. You're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's probably less likely that you're going to lose it because now you have you know fewer things to keep track of. Yeah, guess what? Two pockets, two things. <laughs> well, I've had your keys. I don't need keys. <laughs> um, but yeah, when somebody's... Punch my way through all the doors. When you when you put yourself in that situation of like, yeah, what if I had come here? What if, what if I was from Philadelphia and I had taken the train here today and then I got mugged and now how am I going to get back? Right. I don't have anything with me. 
Uh, and even like, yeah, because now I'm thinking about that where I'm like, oh, I could like maybe call and have them like wire the money to a Western Union. And now I'm thinking, I don't Western know anyone's Union? phone number. Yeah, Western Union. What year is this? They exist. I'm not talking about a telegram, Tim. I'm talking about getting some money wired. Yeah, through like Morse code. No, that's what that's that, what most of what Western Union does though is receives messages in Morse code and decodes them <laughs> for you, right? But they they you can also get money wired there. Yeah. And you can also wire You're money. Psycho. You can use it to wire money to somebody who's blackmailing you. I think that's one of the other top uses. That's got to be like Western Union, eighty percent of their business. Yeah, because I don't know what you need to receive money at a Western Union. Oh yeah, you know, like a well, yeah. I assume you need ID, but yeah, what if I got mugged yeah. and I don't have an ID? I don't know. Oh. Two people who've never used Western <laughs> Union speculating on how Western Union works, and it's probably a lot I think I, I think I use it once or twice, maybe. Really? Yeah, I'm trying. I think I've used it like before, maybe like PayPal was a thing. I used it to like pay for something online, hmm. like to get shipped to me, <clears throat> something like that. Anyway. One time on eBay, the first thing I bought on eBay was this uh, tiny little... Uh, poster thing for the movie dirty work <laughs> um, and i got it i was so happy came yeah. in the mail and my mom thought it was trash and just f- threw it out she's like because it was so tiny yeah i spent like eight dollars oh, i was just like a f- like a flyer <laughs> yeah, you picked up. yeah that's why you gotta you gotta frame those things quick before know, your mom yeah. throws it out yeah. um about it. well so along those lines let's talk about this the cd scam Right. Does the CD scam still get? Yes. When okay. when I was in Times Square, Square when we went to Bubba Gump. Yeah, just just a month ago, I saw the CD scam happening in in Times Square. Wow. In now, real time. So anybody that's not familiar with this, which is crazy because you would think this doesn't work anymore, but I guess it it doesn't really matter if you have a CD player or not is somebody will hand you a CD, the you know, their CD, their mixtape or whatever. They'll hand it to you. You're you're a yokel from out of town. You think, "Oh, you know, everybody's wrong about these uh New Yorkers. Look at this feller. He he's so nice. He's giving me a free CD." Right. It is not free. They will say once you take it, then they go, uh, "Yeah, that's $15 or whatever." I was reading that another part of this is now they'll, once you have it, they'll quickly sign it and then mm. say it's like $50. And if you go, no, I don't want, no, they go, well, I already signed it. And now I can't sell it, which is right. insane. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but uh, that's how they'll try and get money out for, of you. And I remember like as a, like a teenager going into the city, and like never falling for this scam, but I think because it was like not also, not knowing not to take it from somebody, but then when somebody did, it was just like, oh, even if I wanted to, I don't have fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's an intimidation move too, yeah, where yeah. it's just kind of like they won't take it back, and then it's just kind of like the implication there is like if you keep pressing this, yeah. Um, it's probably just easiest to give them the the fifteen dollars, right? Yeah, and then you get a CD, right? 
Um, yeah, I think that's... I'm sure it's really good music. <laughs> I'm sure they're blank CDs that don't even have anything on them. Do you own a CD player, Tom? Uh, In your car? Yes. Yeah, my car has one. I don't know if it works. I don't think I've ever used really? it. I'm, I'm itching to break out my CDs. I'm... Uh, in the market for a new car, Tom. Oh, yeah? And CD player is a deal breaker, which is a very stupid deal breaker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I always mean to because I actually still have like a uh, external CD player, like a computer one, like a CD burner, like mm. a USB CD burner. And I always mean to because my car can play MP3 CDs. Hell yeah. To just like burn a disc with like 500 songs on it. or I mean, or just use your phone that has infinite I know, songs. but like sometimes... Uh, if your phone gets stolen and you're driving <laughs> to the gets... Western Union. Yeah. No, sometimes like uh, I'm driving somewhere where there's no service or whatever and I right, don't have anything never... downloaded on my phone. I mean, the only that's place happened, you, you, know, know, you drive once. to Julia Stiles' house and just park. <laughs> that's where I've been the last two weeks. She calls the cops. Yeah, just waiting for her to come back outside. Um, but yeah, so that's the CD scam. I'm waiting for her to star in Drumline 2. Was she in Drumline, the movie? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. If she swim was in... fan? Was she swim fan? I don't know. Am I thinking she... of the right lady? She was in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't sound like you do, because that wasn't the first. Mo- you you named two movies you're not sure she's in. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, swim fan. Was she the swim fan or the swimmer? No, this is oh, it's it's the it was the young replacement Julia Stiles, Erica <laughs> Christensen. Do you remember this girl? Hold on. The young replacement. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in the mid. 2000s or the early uh-huh. 2000s they, they tried to introduce a new Julia Stiles. <laughs> yeah, they came out with a girl that looked like oh, Julia yeah, Stiles but like five years Stiles. younger yeah and then she, she became the swim fan <laughs> um the yeah. all right here's another yeah. uh very common New York City scam Tim the uh hey, look, hold on hold on well I'm not right, watching okay. the trailer <laughs> forget it the fake taxi from the airport scam. Oh, yeah, that that stinks. Have you ever fallen for that? I've almost fallen for that. Uh, no, I think I'm like pretty... Uh, whenever I get to an airport, wherever I am, I'm disoriented. And I like need a minute to get my bearings. So this scam is... And this is not unique to New York. Unique New York. Unique. You, you were yeah. doing that vocal warm-up. For, <laughs> we do that vocal yeah. warm-up for 15 minutes before every episode. That's that's how we're, we talk so smoothly. Talk so good. Um, somebody comes up to you uh, as you're like leaving the baggage claim or whatever and says, Hey, you need a taxi? You need a taxi? And you go, oh, yeah, I do need a taxi. Oh, what service? They come right inside. Mm-hmm. Okay, come with me. Yeah, um, I'm a taxi. I'll drive you to where you need to go. First of all, if you think a man is a taxi, you got bigger <laughs> problems. Hop on my back. Uh, he takes you to a car and drives you somewhere. Uh, and then you get there and he goes, all right, yeah, that's uh, $300. <laughs> uh, and that, And, you know, like you were saying, the intimidation thing of like, what do you mean you're not going to pay? Right. And, you know, it, 
they might intimidate you with like, I'll beat the shit out of you if you don't pay, or I'll call the cops if you don't pay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, are you saying they drive you to your destination, or they, they drive they, you somewhere? No, they drive you to your destination. Okay, it I sounded think, but like then they overcharge were like, you. Yeah, no, it sounded like they were. You were like, they'll drive you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like they'll drive you to the, the the warehouse district, yeah, and then be like, "Now I get mean, out and could, give me three hundred dollars." Otherwise, like nobody will hear you scream. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that kind of thing happens too. Yeah. Do you remember? I think one time we were like taking an Uber. This is like when Uber was new, and the guy came, and we were like, it, "This isn't the same car it has on here." He's like, "Yeah, sometimes we have different cars." <laughs> And we were both just like, all right, <laughs> got yeah. in his car. And the car had like obviously recently been in an accident, like very recently, <laughs> like perhaps even that night. Yeah. But we, we wound up all right. I mean, and that it was more of a like, I don't see how you can scam me ex- unless you're playing on just murdering me somewhere. Yeah, you're just robbing us. Which... Yeah, you're just robbing us because like I've already paid through the phone. Yeah. Joke's on you. I never have any money on me. Yeah, I mean, I never have any cat. But, I mean, we have, you know, like, uh, $1,000 computers in our pockets that they can steal. Yeah, I mean, people don't want that anymore either because you can't really steal phones, right? Yeah, they're hard to flip because, like, they're all uh, locked. We used to go do shows. I can't Mm -hmm. believe we did this. Mm -hmm. In Scotland. Yeah. And then we'd sell merch and they'd pay us for all the tickets. And we'd have, like... Yeah, the, know, the venue would pay of us that night. Yeah, like, you know, we're not making a ton of money at these shows, yeah. but like, but it's a lot of cash. It's way more cash than either of us carry around. And then we go across the street, <laughs> when and to a bar in in Edinburgh. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah. from the show are there. It's mm-hmm. usually like a Sunday night too, because it's usually between. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, or like it's just like some night. So like, it's it's. Fans of ours who want to talk to us or like mm-hmm. want to like hang out, yeah. Um, and then locals at this bar who, <laughs> who hate are, us, who just who don't are, want, yeah, who are weirded out why there's a bunch of people all of a sudden don't in, want any hubbub. It's always yeah. like you know midnight or whatever, and we just get and they're like, oh great, two loud Americans have brought uh you know thirty people into this bar, and with now them. they're all taking pictures with you, yeah. you know, like and. We get completely hammered, uh-huh. and we just have the thousands of dollars. <laughs> Not thousands of dollars, but hundreds of dollars. Yeah, hundreds I mean, of dollars. probably over a thousand dollars sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. What were we thinking? And, t- How did and we every not time get I'm murdered? buying a beer, I'm taking all that money out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we we're not familiar with yeah, what exactly. the notes are. It'd be like, uh, there's a five on this. Like, one. oh, there's... can I give you the? Oh no, that's a oh, hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. But hey. Gotten us this far. Tim, let's talk more scams. Scam cast. cast, Here's another one. Um, This one's kind of crazy. I don't think it's a thing anymore, at least the specific one, is that apparently there was like a scam at the Empire State Building where they would make it seem like they were selling tickets to go to the top of the Empire State Building, but what they were actually doing was selling tickets to go watch an old movie inside the Empire State Building. (laughs) And the thing I don't get, and they would have people like aggressively outside selling tickets and like making it sound like, yeah, you get to see this movie and then you get to go to the top. Um, 
And I don't understand why the Empire State Building people were renting out a space to these people when obviously it was causing huge problems. Like when I went on this business's Yelp and they had 1.5 stars, like the other, the actual Empire State Building uh, tour must must not have been happy with people selling more expensive scam tickets. The Empire State Building, Tom, is lawless. That's what you don't understand about it. It's too big. It's yeah. too tall. They can't They can't police it. Yeah, that's true. By the time they get to the floor yeah, where the, some scams happening. The, the, the guys on the roof have to get all the way down to be like, hey, and then they're gone. There's yeah, no, they're gone. Nothing. They're already in Midtown. Exactly. Or, you know, oh, oh. They took you to floor 14 to, to watch this film. I'm going to go down 14. Guess what? They've already moved up to four t- floor 23. <laughs> yeah. They've had it's time to move, masking, move yeah. all the stuff around. Uh, and apparently there's a similar scam, or at least w- there was, maybe it's current, um, by where you get the ferry to go to the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm where they are selling a more, I think, equally, if not more expensive uh, ferry that sounds like it is taking you to the Statue of Liberty, but it's taking you around the Statue yeah, of Liberty. Yeah, and then to hell. And then, no, it I sinks. Think, it sinks most no, of the and time. No, I think, I think they just bring you back to the dock. No, sometimes it sinks all the way down to hell from what I Well, understand. then how do they keep the scam going? What do you mean? If, if they've sunk all the way down to hell, the boat. New boats. New boat. That's, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Even a bad boat's expensive. Yeah, I know. They know this too. That's why they got a scam for all this money. <laughs> that's why it costs $10,000 per ticket. <laughs> Tom, do you believe that this is a scam? Mm-hmm. I think this might just be made up. Like, ooh, wouldn't it be fun? Well, scams are made up. No, no, no. Uh, the Staten Island Ferry scam. The Staten Island Ferry, famously free. Oh, right. Yeah, because who would pay to go to Staten Island? Yeah, exactly. Actually, just because, you know, uh, they'd all be upset if you made them pay for public transportation. <laughs> we deserve this. Yeah. Staten Island. We hate them, right? Uh, It's fine. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, Surprisingly suburban whenever I've been there. Yeah, it's extremely suburban. Yeah. Um. But a uh, free ferry, and it's a mm-hmm. beautiful ferry. Yeah, ride. yeah, and it's a nice ride. Like it's a scenic ride. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I said. No, you said it's a nice ferry. No, I said it's a beautiful ferry ride. It's oh, an okay I, I, ferry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice ferry, uh, and a nice ferry ride. But hey, it's free, hey, famously let's give free it up for the Staten Island ferry. <laughs> so like they're like, oh, you know, people are out there uh, scammers selling tickets for the Staten Island ferry. Oh. Do you think that really happens? I don't think that really happens. I don't think that really Why happens. Why else would you go on the Staten Island Ferry if yeah, I think it wasn't no, free? I think the only reason a tourist would go on that is because they've heard the like, hey, here's an insider secret. Yeah. Like, want to get a good view of the Statue of Liberty? Like, uh, just take this ferry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can drink a beer out there. They were going to they were gonna build uh, our version of the London Eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't be called the London Eye. Yeah, it'd, be it'd be called, called the, the London uh, Nose. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, they were going to build uh, the New York Eye or whatever, uh-huh. right where the... I don't know if that's still happening. They they build one of those at that uh, crazy mall I went to in New Jersey. Tom, can I tell you something? What? Ferris wheels, enough. They're too <laughs> scary. <laughs> enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're you're saying it like yeah, I I've had enough with this craze. Yeah, you, I have Victorian gentlemen. Well, they're building they're building new ones. It's a craze. With all these They're back apparently. With all these Ferris wheels, you're gonna cause hysteria amongst the women. No Tom, do you ever feel comfortable on a Ferris wheel? No, you're afraid you're gonna get stuck up there. Nah, I don't I'm fine with being on a Ferris really? wheel. Really? Yeah. But what if you get stuck Did up you there? go on the London Eye ever? Hell no. Oh. Yeah, it's You fun. know what I was thinking? What? What if I get stuck up there? It's nice. It's like a room. Ah. Nicer than it, my hotel room? It's nicer than your hotel room for sure. It doesn't feel like uh like you're you're on a like a carnival Ferris wheel. Okay. I I yeah, and I'm all I'm all for getting rid of carnival Ferris wheels. Those scare me. I'm all for Those getting rid of trust. carnivals, to be honest. Well, come on. Where they got rid of the circus, from? Tom, and nobody cared. I cared. I'd like to go to the circus. I don't. They're gonna bring them back, but without the uh, the animals. Yeah, that's fine. Clowns. I want to see the tightrope work. But like, you want to see those motorcycle guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if one of them dies and why you get to watch? Then cool. They're like, oh, death defying. Well, what if they don't defy death? That one (laughs) didn't defy death. Yeah, then you get to say, yeah, I went to the circus, saw a man die. Do you think- Saw uh, his soul leave his body. Remember when Roy from Siegfried and Roy got mauled yeah. by a tiger? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. Do you think there were people in the audience that were like, that it that changed their lives? Like they were legitimately, they had trauma from oh, it? Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, that would suck, right? I Imagine buying a say... ticket to a night of entertainment <laughs> and it ruins your whole life. <laughs> Well, especially when probably there were people that were like, I don't know, it seems dangerous. And like, you know how many times Siegfried and Roy have done this show? <laughs> you know how show? many times Roy put his head in that tiger's <laughs> mouth? Um, I thought you were going to say, do you think there were people that went to that show that afterwards were like, sick, we got to go to the show where Roy got bit. <laughs> I mean, there's also, it's Ve- it's Vegas yeah. after all, yeah. Oh, I'm sure like half that audience left thinking that was part of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, Empire State Building and Statue of Liberty scam. I would say in general in New York, like be careful where you're buying tickets for anything. Yeah, you know, really, really scope things out. If somebody like comes up to you offering to sell you a ticket, same thing. I, this I saw listed as a scam in a few places, and I would, eh, I would maybe a little bit beg to differ that uh, uh, like comedy club ticket salespeople will come up to you and they'll be like, hey, comedy show, comedy show, hey, come have some chuckles. Like, uh, Chris Rock's going to be there tonight. And, like, Chris Rock's probably not going to be there tonight. Probably, Tom. What? Probably not going to be I there. Know, sometimes he drops in. <sighs> you know, I mean, I think a lot of times they aren't lying. They'll they'll name people who have dropped in there, but some of those people probably haven't dropped in in a decade. Yeah. Um, Chris but- Rock dropped in in 1987. <laughs> He was there for an open, open mic night. Yeah. Um, but I think that, that that's not really a scam. You're still buying a ticket to a comedy show and going to a comedy show. But when they say Chris Rock will be there. Well, that I think you got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, like, exactly. Like if Chris Rock is going to be there, why do they have people pushing tickets in Times Square? Why don't they sell tickets for $100 on Ticketmaster? Right. Um. Well, because the servers got overloaded. That would be, if I was the oh, scammer, yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, they were gonna. Yeah. And then the servers got overloaded because yeah, of Taylor that. Swift. Yeah. And now, like, now it's, an it's the night of the show. And he's uh, he's in the dressing room. He won't come out. 
because uh, nobody's here. He's crying his eyes out. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> this man's been through a lot lately. You want you want to disappoint him again? I'm not supposed to say, but Will Smith's gonna be there tonight. He doesn't know it. <laughs> they would get me. I'd be like, "All right, I'll take two. I mean, just in case. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> "On the there off chance, he's telling the truth." Zero point zero 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 one percent chance is true, but I can't miss it. But yeah, I gotta be sure. I gotta the, cover my bases here. The idea of being in the audience uh, at a small comedy club, Chris Rock drops in, and unbeknownst to him, Will Smith is there to slap him again uh, in front of an even smaller, more intimate audience. I kind of like it if Will Smith is there to be the bigger man and make amends, <laughs> but his, it's his temper trick. just gets it's, away from him. It's a trick, or they make amends, but then Chris Rock's got some little quip on yeah. his way away. Uh, yeah. He says, "Like, oh, where are they filming GI Jane 3? Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you know how that gets under my skin." But uh, a, fr- a friend of the show, Paul McKenna, did did that again. I I hesitate to call it a scam, but sold tickets. <laughs> I, you were gonna say, I hesitate to call him a friend. <laughs> He's very offensive. He's a very good friend. Yeah, he's a good friend. Uh, but he did that. He sold tickets in Times Square. Uh, but like, I don't understand why he did it. Because mostly that is a scam to like, if you sell enough tickets, you get to perform in the show. <laughs> yeah. So it's aspiring comedians. Yeah, that's to get... how they get them. That they're like, they'll tell a comedian like, yeah, we got a spot for you tonight. And then you show up and they're like, oh, only if you go to Times Square and sell 20 tickets. Right. But Paul was not an aspiring comedian. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I guess don't know they paid him. I think, I think he, he just liked uh, just like the, the hustle, bustle, hustle and bustle at Times yeah. Square. Yeah, I think he just like being involved in a scam. He liked yeah. being scam I mean, adjacent. Paul and he didn't even know. Like he's got a great nose for sussing out scams mm-hmm. uh, and being the victim of them, and never even <laughs> knowing that he was sussing scammed. them out. <laughs> being the, yeah, that's true. He's good at. He thinks he's good at. I- <laughs> he's a rube. He, he, get, he gets he gets scammed. No, is but what he's we're a saying. unique type of rube because he he's good at identifying a scam. But then I think he just always thinks I'm gonna I'm gonna scam the scam artist. And if there's one thing that's hard to do, you it's scamming scam a scam scammer. artist. Yeah. Do you remember when he was gonna be a professional model? Yeah, I this thought that is, was going to work out for This is another him. New York City scam. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it was probably all over, but this happened in New York City. Well, because New York City, you know, all of us came to this city, aspirations of being to a make professional it model. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure this scam is ripe in, uh, like, L.A. Yeah, I think it's also ripe in uh, Paris. Yeah, uh, especially during scammed in Paris. Fashion Week. What was that? I almost got scammed. I almost in got Paris. scammed in Paris too. Really? Yeah, those French are scoundrels. Uh, this was after we did shows. I, I was <laughs> for a second. I was, in a I was bad like, way. we didn't do shows. We in did France. shows in London, and then I Tim, you got the, scammed by somebody pretending the... to be me <laughs> that you did shows. It was with. a great show. It's very well received. <laughs> you were like, honestly, I was shocked at how fluent you were in French. <laughs> Uh, but we got there. We got mm-hmm. off the train. Yeah. We went through the channel, uh-huh. and some guy was like, "Oh, I'll bring you through the uh, subway." Oh, where are yeah. you going? And it's like, "Oh,", oh and then was he like, "Oh, there's a wall here," and he, he he was like, "Oh, we're blocked," and he was putting his hands up. It wasn't a mime. I, I understand. Like, he oh, was okay. dressed like a mime because, let's face it, yeah, everyone's like, here, dressed I'll like throw a mime. You a rope. Yeah, uh, but like 
it, it got to the point where like we were following him and he was uh-huh. like, okay, how, take out your cash. What would you? And I was yeah, like, all a, right. And my wife was like, you're a mile what are you deep doing? in the catacombs. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what are you doing? You're getting away from it. And uh, I was like, man, I, I, we almost got scammed. I've lived in New York City for, for yeah. over 20 years. And uh, I mean, I, I told you, I, I said on the show, like we, we sat down at a restaurant where it was like, these prices are different. Uh, Coke is $10. And I was like, we're leaving. And we just got up and left. And you were like, but I really want a Coke. I mean, it was like that type of thing where we we were walking for a while. And it was like all these places look like tourist traps. And this was like the first place that didn't look. Yeah. It, it looked a little. It, it looked a lot like a tourist trap. But like, I don't know, a little bit nicer. Like, mm. oh, it looks like they have decent food at least. Like, eh, we'll pay a little bit more, whatever. But then it was like, oh, no, they're, this is a scam. An out and out scam. Right. Uh, but Paul McKenna's, uh, the scam he, he, uh, I wouldn't say he fell for that he got involved with cause they got nothing out of him. No. Uh, he answered, but he an, didn't scam the scammer. No, he wasted their time. <laughs> I mean, not as much as they wasted his, but, uh, it was, he responded to an ad in, I think Craigslist. It was like an open call for models for J crew. Uh, now Paul, to my knowledge, had never aspired to be a model. No, but, but I think he's got the chops for it. <laughs> well, he's, he's got the, uh, the, uh, persistence. What color is his hair? Do you think? <laughs> so he, It's not quite brown. Yeah. But it's not it's, blonde. It's not blonde. Yeah. So yeah. he could, he could go either way. That's uh, a, <laughs> that's, that's a, that's big a fashion plus, director's yeah. dream. Uh, so he, he, he went to this open casting call and again, a big brand like J crew, they don't have to do open casting calls. No, there are agencies that they can go to. They don't, they don't have to you pick uh, the perfect person to model their clothes. You know, uh, uh, J crew didn't come out of his office one day and go, we need new models, post an ad on Craigslist. But anyway, he went to, he went to this place. It was like some warehouse and, uh, he got upstairs and they were like, all right, now uh, we just need there your- There was an office building in the financial district. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So they were like, uh, we just need your headshots. And every, everything going on in the offices in the financial district is on the up and up. So I <laughs> yeah. can see why he thought like, exactly. oh, yeah. yeah. How else would they be here? <laughs> um, they were like, and I think it was maybe even targeted towards like no experience necessary. Uh, so when he got there, they were like, <laughs> "Ugly people preferred." <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're gross. We we're looking. We're not looking. J Crew is not looking for traditionally attractive people. Uh, so he got there, and they were like, "Uh, well, you need headshots, but you're in luck today only. We've got a guy just next door doing headshots for only four hundred and fifty dollars." <laughs> And now Paul was smart enough to sniff this out and know, oh, this is a scam. What he was not, not able to sniff out was he went home and shot his own headshot. Yeah, he didn't know exactly what the scam was. He thought they were, he didn't, he missed the forest with the trees, I think. He's like, yeah. oh, they're trying to get $450 out of me. 
and then the J Crew <laughs> opportunity will be open to me. Right. But I don't need to pay that four hundred fifty dollars. I'll skip to the next step, which is the legitimate J Crew opportunity. Yeah, I'll. I know how I'll get around this. I'll just go home and take some headshots. And come back and come back with my headshots that I printed out of my own printer. And the headshots he took were just like, in fairness, <laughs> they were like well lit. For you know, yeah, just got, having yeah, a he, desk lamp, but they were just pictures of him sitting at his <laughs> desk, like they weren't headshots. Was he wearing J. Crew? That probably gives him a a, a leg up. I don't know if he was. Uh, I mean, I think he put on like a nice shirt or a sweater or something. Like it was a look. It was a nice photo of Paul. It, it was, but it was not a professional headshot. Yeah. And he went back there, and uh, there was just like tumbleweeds <laughs> in the office. Yeah. Tom, I could never be a J. Crew model. You want to know why? Why is that? J. Crew, especially for for some reason, mm-hmm. specifically, uh, the medium's too big, the small's too small. Oh, I I I don't think I uh, maybe I have like one or two J. Crew things, so I I haven't noticed that. Yeah, no. I mean for me, like yeah, I'm I'm yeah. just. Uh, that's I'm the thing about a, brands. A Sometimes to their, you, their you find a man. brand and you know what your size is for yeah. them, and it's like, and it fits you well, and you just stick with that brand. Yeah. Uh, so I buy a lot of Uniqlo. That's like my go-to. I buy a lot of unicorn clothes. <laughs> just clothes with unicorns. Just because I know, I know, like my size in in Uniqlo, and I know how it's gonna fit. Did you find that Uniqlo over the last five to six years, I'd say, mm-hmm. has uh, become uh, like the sizes all across yeah. the board got bigger? Yeah, yeah. Because I think they, they like, adapted like, oh, to like American, American yeah. sizes. Which uh, that's when I was like, oh, now now I have a J. Crew problem there. Medium's too big, small's too yeah, small. Yeah, I, I went from an extra large to a large mm-hmm. in uh, Uniqlo. Huh. But, but it still like fits me well, so yeah. that's what I go. Everlane, that's that's where I'm at. This, is, this the, is a paid, I'm wearing all this is a paid endorsement right now. I'm wearing all Everlane right now. These are not paid endorsements. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that that's the J Crew model scam, I guess. Yeah, I mean the famous New York City J Crew model scam. So if you're if you're going to an open casting call for J Crew, bring your own headshots. Here's one. Hey, mm-hmm. any of you freaking hayseeds going to come to our city <laughs> and walk very slowly on the sidewalks? Well, that's, that's just a pet peeve. <laughs> what? No, 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 but this is, uh, this is for you. This is something that might actually happen to you. Okay. And I'm just kidding around. I think uh, tourists are the hey, lifeblood of this. Up. Yeah. Uh, the broken glasses. Oh, yeah. Well, not glasses. Glass. Yeah. No. Oh, glasses? I mean- Tom, who's who's um, who's who's zooming? Who I know here? about the. What'd you say? Who's zooming? Who? <laughs> what does that That's mean? That's a famous phrase That's that everybody not a uses. Famous phrase. I'm I'm thinking of the the broken bottle scam. What's that? The broken bottle scam is somebody's got a bottle in a paper bag and they bump into you and drop the bottle and they go like, oh my god, my vintage wine I just bought you you. You knocked it out of my hands. You know how much that costs? You got to pay me. You better yeah. pay me right now. <clears throat> and they'll do it with like uh, like uh, phones nowadays. And it'll be like yeah. a phone that's already smashed. And they'll, you know, uh, bump into you and drop it. And then be like, you broke my phone. Tom, mm-hmm. it's completely different. 
the glasses scam is they'll bump into you and make it feel like you make you feel like it's your fault. Uh huh. They'll and drop they'll... their glasses and the glasses will break. Oh, and they'll I mean, say that's the same. Scam. No, you were talking about a bottle. I'm talking about glasses. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I think with glasses, it's meant to be like, hey, and like now it's you're less intimidating. Feel bad. Yeah, it's it's more of like a oh man. I can't. I can barely see without my glasses. Yeah, uh, I'm I gonna, just got I'm gonna, freaking laid off yesterday. Yeah, like I don't have like. And now God. walking home, I'm gonna wind up, uh, Mister Magooing myself into a, a construction site and walk yeah. off an I beam. Yeah, thanks. And luckily, to you. everything will be fine because there'll be a crane <laughs> with another I beam there. I'll to... be none the wiser. Right, but it's gonna take me forever to get home yeah. that way. Uh. But I think it's more of playing on the sympathies. I think there is a little bit, like sometimes there's a little bit of like, don't fucking worry about it. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. Don't worry about it, whatever. And like uh-huh. it turns you into the, no, no, I insist. Like let me give right, you like. Right. Mm. Uh, Instead of intimidating you, making yeah. you and feel I think guilty. That's, that's a, I think what we've learned from Sawyer from Lost, Tom, when you're mm-hmm. scamming people, you don't want, like, Look, you can go the intimidation route, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you're going to live and b- die, and this is advice for scammers, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to live and die by like your willingness to actually deliver on like, hey, yeah, m- like the implication here is I'm going to kick your ass or murder you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do that, yeah. or, or your intimidation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sawyer- And they're like never going to do it, because like that doesn't- achieve their ends exactly or maybe it will i don't know people get murdered and beat up I mean, all the I, time I have, literally all the time yeah but it doesn't get them don't you read the new york post tom <laughs> i read it every day um, and they won't let the cops arrest them no yeah that, it's illegal they arrest so, the cops yeah, if the cops some, try to arrest somebody yeah, who assaults them. It's, sometimes it's the mayor uh, sometimes it's the governor but direct orders yeah um yeah i mean i've I've been involved, I can't think of the specifics now, but I've like had these, these like scam type things happen where I think sometimes like people do, I think get themselves so into scamming and do it so much that like they are like almost method acting. Right. That it's like, no, I am really pissed off Yeah. because you're, you're not giving me the money that I think I'm deserved. Like, uh, the, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I've been into where, where it is kind of a little bit scary. Cause it's like, no, I think this guy believes his own scam. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta commit make it to anywhere. the scam. But I think there is a brand of scam where, um, you make it seem like their idea. Right. You make, uh, the, the rube, the pigeon, Mm-hmm. The mark, feel yeah. like, hey, I got an idea. I know how to make this good. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, then, it, yeah, that that's a more advanced scam, though. I think. Yeah, I think uh, your normal like uh, street NYC scammer, they're they're that's too long of a play. They they just go straight for the intimidation. It's a numbers game. Mm, I mean, that's a good scam if you're trying to get like a a big score. No, I mean like fifty bucks or something. Yeah, I mean I think that's a, a yeah. decent sized score. Yeah. But I'm saying like a CD scam for like you know fifteen dollars or whatever. Yeah. 
other scams that I wanted to talk about. Um, ham sandwich scam. What's a what's ham sandwich scam? You sell somebody a ham sandwich. Yeah. But it stinks. Oh, they're, they're like there's no ham in there or just like the ham's it's just, old? It just doesn't taste good. Oh, okay, yeah. And you well, got their along, money and you, you skimped out on, on all the, uh, on the ingredients. Along those lines, there's been for, uh, I don't know how long, 20 years now? These uh, stupid uh, weed world buses. Oh yeah, that uh, claim that they're selling like uh, weed lollipops and weed edibles, and uh, that you know it, it's not true. And I think like maybe five years ago they started selling maybe like CBD ones, but saying like no, nah, it's weed. Uh, but then maybe being able to fall back on like, well, it is CBD. But now that weed is legal in New York, but there's only one place you can buy it in the whole state, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, that you can buy it legally, but about a thousand places you can buy it illegally. I think the, these guys are like cleaning up because people come to, because like, you, you know, we've both been to like cities where like, we'll see dispensaries or something. It's like, Oh, weed's legal here. Like it's very confusing in America. Because every city, every county is different. So it totally makes sense that you're a tourist. You come to New York and you're like, oh, yeah, I heard we got legalized like, I don't know, like two years ago now. So surely this is uh, a legal operation. And if it wasn't, they would shut them down. Yeah. Yeah, don't shut anything down. But yeah, don't don't buy weed from just some random buy weed from a dealer that you know <laughs> someone that you went to high school go with. to the park to buy weed mm. don't buy it from some big colorful van um and now i was reading about this one uh this one sounded amazing a <laughs> uh, uh, fitness challenge scam what's that and again this is one of those like look if something sounds too good to be true it probably is where <laughs> you're so upset about these scams, man. Well, like, I get upset you're when people so fall disappointed for them. in the, the people who fell. Like, I don't know that any of these scams ever actually got pulled on anybody. All these have. Tom, you don't know that. Of course. Why do you think people are out there doing them if they don't work? No, no, no. I'm like the Staten Island or the balloon scam. What balloons? Yeah, you hand somebody a bunch of balloons and they <laughs> fly away. How would somebody profit from that? You just you laugh. The uh, Staten Island. You brought up the Staten Island scam. You're telling me about scams and then telling me, oh, I don't know if they work or not. All the scams I've explained today are real scams that are out that there. That you read on one single website. No, and a lot of them I've seen. The yeah, CD scam uh, yeah. and stuff. Um, you keep coming back to the CD scam. <laughs> and I've been approached by taxi drivers that are not legit taxi yeah, drivers. I mean, I saw a kid. <laughs> All prey to the balloon scam. That's hard. Was it Balloon Boy? <laughs> now that I think of it, it was uh, the Heaney family. Is that what the name of it? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. No, I mean, the thing is, a lot of these scams, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That That is a pretty good scam. Uh, if Especially in somewhere like New York City, somewhere like Times Square, a touristy place, where it's like, yeah, you can try that scam like a thousand times an hour. Even if you, right. it only hits one percent, you're you're yeah. you're making out. Um, but this one was that um, 
And again, I think it's so worked up about Skip. Pe- I can't, people, I can't, I don't, okay. people want to believe what they want to believe. That it's like a fitness scam. And uh, these places uh, will post on Facebook or wherever, like, we're doing a, a free six-week fitness challenge. And then when you get there, you find out, yes, it's free. However, uh, you need some skin in the game. So we're going to make you give us like a $600 deposit. And then the challenge that they give you is like impossible to reach. That's like, and in six weeks, you're going to be at, you know, uh, uh, you're going to gain 40 pounds of muscle or or you're going to be at 6% body fat. Or, or you're going to lose 20 pounds. Is that pounds. good, 6% body fat? Yeah, that's what good. What percent body fat am I, I think, eating? I think like five or six is as low as you can get. So I'm probably at like six and a half, seven. Die- <laughs> without dying. Uh, no, like 6% is like, it looks like paper on you and you can see like all your veins and your heart beating yeah. and your brain throbbing. Cool. Uh, but, obvi- you know... They set up the the, the Who falls challenge. for this scam? I think people that think like, oh, it's just a company trying to drum up business. And then once they get there, you you know, it's like the sunk costs like, well, I'm already here. And they're and, you know, if they're doing this, they must know the secret to get to get those results for mm-hmm. me. So like, OK. And and yeah, and then yeah, just uh, they take your money. Hmm. Tom, mm-hmm. that sounds as bad as uh, the wedding ring scam. What's that? It's a wedding ring, but uh, turns your finger green. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I mean, that's like an all-over scam. Uh, don't buy jewelry or, or anything from somebody in like a parking lot. We learned that from Zach Morris and the gang. Oh, right. I forgot that mm. that happened to him. Uh yeah, I mean, that's like a general, I mean, that happens all the time that people uh, are sold stuff. And like, especially the implication is like, it's stolen. Yeah. So then it's like, well, now I don't even feel bad for the person that got scammed because they were thinking they were buying stolen goods, but instead they got scammed. Okay. So that person got screwed instead of somebody got their things stolen. Yeah. One time... uh they, uh, I was walking down Callier Street. Um, mm-hmm. We lived on Callier Street in Greenpoint, and a van pulled up. It was mm-hmm. like a Saturday morning or something. Um, and they were like, "Hey, get in! We got these. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. And they were like, we got these speakers. We were supposed to oh, deliver yeah, them yeah, somewhere. That's the speakers scam. Get. And I literally, I was like, uh, they were like." I you just look got, like a guy that likes music, yeah. hangs out at cool bars that Michael Stipe might be and, at. And they had my number. Uh, they had my number better than I could have known at the time. And I was like, maybe I've been in the same bar, but certainly not like one of six people. It's, uh, yeah. But um, so they were like, oh, yeah, we, we need to um, get these out of the van. We have another delivery to make. Well, it's yeah. going to be real cheap. And I went like, oh, like I was thinking about falling for this scam like part of me was like eh, it might be a scam but like let's see where this goes um maybe it isn't too good to be tr- you know it's like uh what- maybe they can't just bring these speakers back to the warehouse <laughs> and i was like what brand is it and the guy went oh, i'll see you later <laughs> and they drove away it was two guys and they were they, they was like the they slightest bit of scrutiny of, <laughs> they couldn't think of a brand role yeah. sony yeah 
stupid. Uh, growing up, I don't know why my dad always told me this story. Because it was like a bad lesson to learn. But he always told me a story about how he was a kid. And a van pulled up uh, to him and his friends once. And they were like, hey, you kids like comic books? And my dad was like, no, and ran away. And his friend was like, yeah. And uh, the guy opened the van and gave him like two boxes full of comic books. <laughs> and we're like, all right, see you later. And drove off. And the lesson learned, son. <laughs> yeah. Always trust a stranger in a van offering you something for free. Candy, comic books, whatever. If you like the show. You can find out more at tcgte.com. That has links to our uh, Reddit, subreddit. Yeah. Our Discord. Yeah, all our social media. There's really not, you know, we always say go to tcgte.com for more information. There's not much information there. There's just links to other things. Yeah. But hey, still worth a visit. Yeah. You can follow Tom on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. And you can follow Tim at your pal Tim. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guy, where we're neck deep in atomic habits. That's the book we're reading. We're learning all new habits. Yeah, and I think it's going well. Yeah. We're taking it seriously. For once in our goddamn lives, we're taking it seriously. Yeah. So come with us on this journey. You also get a back catalog of a ton of books of the podcast. And if we reach a thousand subscribers, Before the time we we finish Atomic Habits, uh-huh. we're gonna detonate an actual atomic bomb. Wow! Yeah, you know, it sounds like maybe Christopher Nolan did that for the Oppenheimer movie. I heard uh, that it wasn't a real atomic bomb. I mean, it couldn't have been, but that seems like the implication that they want you to think. Yeah, I'm all for practical effects. I'm not for nuclear <laughs> weapons, though. Not for uh, yeah, detonating a nuclear <laughs> weapon for a movie. Yeah. But I don't know if it'll look cool. Yeah. Uh, also, like, how cool could that explosion? Like, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, I think it could look pretty cool because you look at those like old like '60s test footage. I know you watch episode eight of Twin Peaks: The Return, yeah. and now imagine it in IMAX. Oh, that's true. I forgot about IMAX. <laughs> IMAX. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh. What? You want to go see Avatar? Yeah. Sure. Two. Oh no! I haven't <laughs> seen the first one. Yeah, I'll go see it. All right. I want to go to a like a 3D like oh. 120 frames per second bullshit uh, Tom, thing though. If I'm going to go see that, yeah. if I'm going to sit through 3 hours of that garbage movie or that garbage story that I'm being told and I haven't seen Avatar well, one. I, I've heard that the story's actually people said the story's uh good. Okay. Well, probably not, but I I think he, But we should do that at yeah. some point. Okay. Tomorrow you free? Uh yeah. All right. We should. All right. Uh now to hear about my dream i thought you were gonna forget and i was gonna remind you this is great uh i'll try and make it quick who needs a producer for a show tim we can run this thing these ourselves. dreams are heard i've been having wacky dreams all week by this dream last about night death? I've, been, I've, been, I've been obsessed with oh death really in my dreams. no Jeez. mine are yeah. much more mundane but super frustrating i had a dream that i was at a, a six flags gray adventure leaving for the day Oh, what was the other part? At the was the park closing? Uh, the park was closing, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> amateur. For some reason, this Six Flags ran on. You had to scan your ticket on the way out too, mm-hmm. and like a bunch of people are leaving. My ticket won't scan, and they're like, "You have to step over here, sir." And then they take me into like it looks like NASA Mission Control, 
where they're interrogating a bunch of people. They assign me a guy who's like, we know you've got a counterfeit ticket. It wouldn't scan. Tim, I was in there for two hours trying to explain to this guy that I didn't have a counterfeit ticket. And the tickets were only $5 too. And you know how like your phone doesn't work right in your dream? Yeah. So they should fix that on the next iPhone. Get it to work right in dreams. Yeah. Um, so Hey, you could have an app that staves off Freddy Krueger. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Have that, not even an app, just like a built-in in the background, you know, how it like, uh, like uploads your pictures. You don't have to do uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. Just have keep it, Freddy keep away. Freddy yeah. away automatically. Um, they'll do that in the next one. You know, that's how they get you to upgrade. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? I'll pay for it. <laughs> just that it's afraid well of Freddy. It. Yeah. Hey, even if it keeps them away one time, that's uh, money well spent. Um, but also on top of that, it was like my phone was broken, so I had to use like a very old iPhone, and it was only on like two G. And just, I'm like, look, man, I can like pull up my Chase account and show you that I bought tickets with that proven. He's like, I don't know, but it's worth a shot. I'm like trying forever. And like me and this guy, like I kind of like this guy. And it's like, I know you're just doing your job. I know it's not you. The guy was, he was, uh, I think it was, uh, what's the guy's name? Michael, some Michael, Michael Stipe. No, Michael Mando. The, the guy who played Ignacio. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't him, but it was like somebody like him, yeah. you know, where like sometimes it was him, sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, I like this guy. I knew he was just doing his job. And then like, uh, finally he's like, look, man, all right. I Two hours I'm there. <laughs> he's like, all right, I believe you. Let's go. Uh, you know, you can, you can leave. And then some like egghead is like, no, our system never fails. If it said it was fake, it was fake. And I like go to beat him and like Michael Mando's like holding me back. He's like, no, he's not worth it. He's not worth it. I'm like, it's, a, it's, re- it was a real ticket. I was so mad. And then I woke up just so mad with like nothing to do with that anger and like the frustration that I've wasted two hours, which I didn't. No, you know, no, you were asleep time. the whole time. Yeah. And even if it was in no, real time, it, you were asleep, w- you were getting rest. <laughs> I wasn't though because I was agitated the whole time. Like I woke up not rested. I hate those dreams where like you're trying to do a simple thing. Yeah, and it just and won't you just work. Just can't fucking do it. Yeah, unbelievable. They should fix that. Fix the dreams already, Steve Jobs. Yeah, put in a good word with God to fix dreams, <laughs> and get iPhones working in dreams. Yeah. All right. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.